Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. It is Friday, January 20th, and we were on YouTube trading a stock called GNUS. And if you, or I'm sorry, GNS, not GNUS. Genius is one that I've traded before in retail trading, but GNS is one that is up like 580% um, for just the past couple of days. It is nothing more than a momentum trade. Uh, I got in at $4.25. I think I got in at, uh, got out at about $4.80. Made fun of some folks on YouTube who got out at five and said, uh, YOLO. <laughs> But um, doing the podcast, I just didn't want to sit here and worry about a trade. It was only 100 shares, so I made like 60, 70 bucks. It was a good, you know, good trade. I'll take it. Um, but it's not something that I'm looking to hold on to at any point in time for a good amount. Uh, if you don't know, um, TrendSpider, it is 25% off with the code DSP25 for daily stock picks 25 um, the link is down below. Uh, I set up two additional watch lists last night, energy and levered ETFs. If you are subscribed, uh, to this podcast or to, you listen on YouTube either way, and you are subscribed to, um, to TrendSpider, just look in the private Facebook group. I posted them in there. Uh, I believe I posted them on Twitter as well. I did post them in the YouTube chat. Uh, if you need them, just let me know. I'll share them with you. But again, that makes five watch lists that we have right now. Core investments. Uh, we have the energy names to trade and own. We have levered ETFs. We have low-cost Vanguard ETFs. And then we have the spider sectors. So essentially, if you ever want to scan in the algorithm, because if you do subscribe to TrendSpider, I will give you my algorithm. I will give you access to these watch lists. I will also give you... Um, my scan. So the, the custom scan that I do, it's what I use to do on the podcast every day. So if you're subscribed, just let me know. Um, but today is Friday. So what do we do on a Friday? We recap. Um, there was, I'll kind of go over some of the news stories too, but Stephanie Link last night, she tweeted out some incredible observations. And I thought this was interesting. Uh, simple observations, gas prices down 15.76% from the June highs, mortgage rates down 13% since the October highs, retail sales are 32% from December 2019, uh, FX down 9%. There are negative trends in the manufacturing and housing indexes, but not all of it's doom and gloom. Uh, retail is uh, 70% of GDP. So essentially what she's talking about is Costco. Uh, Costco, Macy's, some of the retail plays that, that we play on this one. Costco is one that I've said I'm not currently in and I've been waiting for this gap down here. There's a bigger gap, I think, back here somewhere. 
but I, I should have gotten in at 450. If it hits 450 again, I'm buying in. Uh, this is a $500 stock. Their earnings are coming up on March 2nd. They announced the uh, their their December traffic was high. Um, it it that's where you saw that gap kind of come into play. It covered the gap from before on the way down at 476 to 480, and now it's on its way back down. Your uh, next catalyst is the ex-dividend date on February 2nd. It doesn't have a huge dividend. Um, what is it? 0.77%. It's not huge. The PE is super high at 35. Performance year-to-date, you're up 2.85%. Uh, Over one-year period, you're down 3.8%. Now, it's 52-week high is $612, so you're 23% below that. Your 52-week low is 406. You're 15% above that. I, myself, when it got down to this 458, I should have bought more. I didn't. I didn't. I just should have bought it, um, but I didn't. I'm waiting for it to get back down there. I may get stung again if they announce a membership increase. I may get killed. Um, Macy's is also one of the ones that I trade in retail. And this is one that I say under 20, you want to grab it over 20. You probably want to sell it. Uh, it's been using this 200 day, which is at 1975 as a bouncing point. Um, for the last couple of months, November, uh, December, it bounced up $20 and 56 was cents was the buy in the algorithm here, December 27th. You're still in this, but you have this button hook. And that button hook, the, the big candle was from January 18th, and your high was 23.72. That is a 10% uh, increase from 2056 up to 23. You got your 10%. Don't be greedy. That MACD is crossing down. Your next catalyst for Macy's, February 17th, is the, um, uh, the, 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 the earnings. Um, so let me go down the core portfolio. I really don't have a lot of core portfolio retail, um, but core portfolio, yeah, I don't have a lot of retail. XLY is one that you could get into. This is consumer discretionary. This is one that I personally hold. I don't sell it based on the algorithm, but if you wanted to get in, there was a good buy down here at 129. It's at 135. You'll be get a chance to buy it at 130. Um, you know, your gap has been filled. So I, I, there's nothing in here that tells me that it's, you know, uh, crazy. Uh, another retail one that I like that James wanted me to look at, and I'll look at it again. I think I looked at it yesterday. Walmart. Um, Walmart, I think you have a chance to buy it here at 138. Uh, this is a stock that just came off a great run uh, up at 153 back in November. They paid their dividend, and ever since then, it's just kind of fallen down. You're below the 200-day right now. Are you upset if you buy it at 138 right now? I don't think so. Uh, if we go over to Walmart here, even if we're heading into a recession, Walmart is not a bad place to be. They are the place that everyone goes to buy their groceries. I personally go there to buy my groceries. Year-to-date, you're down 2%. One year, you're down 2%. Your dividend is 1.61%. So uh, the 52-week the high is 160. You're 13% below that. Your 52-week low is 117. You're 18% above that. The reason why I say 138 isn't a bad price, you're right in the middle here. There's nothing that, that really tells me that this one's going to shoot up, going to shoot down. I hold this. Um, I think I have ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 worth of this, and I've held it for, for quite a while, probably 30, you know, 20, 20 years. Uh, I just hold it. 
I, I don't, this is not one that I typically trade. I hold it in a retirement account. It's safe. It sits there. Um, I shop there. Number one rule of my investment is if you shop there, if you use the service, um, then actually buy the stock. I mean, that's it. Just buy the stock. Uh, and by the way, update on GNS. It is back to 425 where I bought it at. <laughs> so um, Mike played it the best. Uh, Mike, I think, bought it 420, sold it five. I sold it about 490 or so. Uh, I made my, my dollars. I'm perfectly happy with what I did. Um, but don't be greedy like me. Uh, there was no YOLO in that one. Uh, once we saw the open and it start to fall, it lost its, 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 super, uh, its, its conf confirmation. So just make sure you get out. But Walmart, I like it. I like it, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Um, solar stocks were way down. So one that I like is Solar Edge. Um, and we do have uh, Solar Edge is S-E-D-G. I always, I always miss that one. Um, this one, we are actually still in at 293. It's at 287. But if you, if you didn't notice, it kind of got up here to 328. So you had your, um, your 10%. If you didn't take your 10% and got greedy, you're getting hit now. I think you got this gap down here to 254. Uh, I think you're going to use the 200 day as a support level 272. If I want to trade it again, I'm going to take a look at it. But right now, solar stocks are just um, too much. I personally don't own Solar Edge. I trade Solar Edge, but the one that I do own is QCLN. And QCLN is the NASDAQ, uh, it's First Trust NASDAQ Clean Energy. It holds a bunch of these solar stocks. Now, on this one, uh, if you're trading this one, I would get out. And I would get out because uh, the buy in on the algorithm is $47. You have an RSI at 50, you have the MACD crossing down. Um, you also have a softening consumer. That's why all of these solar stocks went down. Sunrun went down yesterday. Um, the symbol is RUN, uh, and and it went down because people you know, the consumer if the consumer's weak and the consumer's not spending in discretionary income, um, like shopping and stuff, they ain't gonna set, spend on solar. And so that's the fear, and that's why you're seeing a lot of these. Um, uh, uh, solar stocks kind of move down. Um, KMI, uh, Kinder, Kinder Morgan, was the best performing stock yesterday. Oil is up over 80. This one, they talked about um, some liquid natural gas as well. You had your earnings. Um, it's up at 18. The algorithm has you buy in at 17.87. You've probably gotten your 10% because it was up at 19. Don't be greedy. Your ex-dividend date is coming up on January 30th. And I don't think it has a great dividend, but it has a good dividend. It's not something to shake your hat at. Great dividend, 5.92%. Uh, year to date, you're up 3.71. Um, you're only 7% off your 52-week high at 2020. And you're at 1871. So I, it's, it's a little strong to get into it now, but the earnings were good, 31 cents per share. Previous quarter was 25 cents per share. So you've got good earnings. You've got a catalyst of a, a really good dividend being paid. Eh, might be off for another run. Um, but I wanted to bring that one up. Um, BG. Is that BG? Um, no. BA. Boeing. I wanted to look at Boeing. Um, I just have it. I, I have bad eyes. Their earnings are coming up next week, January 24th. 
This is one that has been on a legendary run. How much of their earnings are priced in? That's the real question because you've got this one down here at 129 in October. You're at 206. If you bought in at 129, you've almost doubled your money. And that's just since October in a stock that is a bellwether. Uh, all of the airlines reported record uh, record quarters. Um, United up way. I mean, let's do UAL. Let's look at their stock after earnings. Um, uh, it's kind of moved a little bit down, but look at going into earnings. Look at that period. 6.57% on that candle alone on their earnings candle. Um, let's look at Delta Airlines. Delta Airlines, great quarter. Um, they're just getting pulled back because, again, you know, people are getting scared of this recession. $1.48 per share. Um, you had uh, this gap here. It's back down at 38 I think there's a $40 stock. But Boeing with their earnings coming up, I don't know how much of this is actually baked in. The problem that I have with Boeing is that you've got this gap here at 168 That could be where it pulls back to, but you've got such big volume shelves here at 190 and you've got a big volume shelf here at 280 For it to pull back down here, it would have to be a major move. The MACD is crossing down. Make no mistake, I don't think that you buy into this one. It's just going to be one to watch, uh, you know, uh, next week. The Golden Cross happened back here on November 15th. The 50-day crossed up on the 200. So I want to watch that one. Um, waste management. Again, I'm, I'm going over charts that are just boring-ass companies. Um, but they present an opportunity. Waste management here, look at how far it slid. Its earnings are coming up here on January 31st. If we go over here, um, waste management, the symbol, by the way, is WM. Uh, their PE is 27, super expensive. Uh, dividend of 1.73. Year to date, you're down 4%. Over a one-year period, you're down 3%. You're only 8% above your 52-week high of 138. Your 50, oh, I'm sorry, your 52-week low of 138. Your 52-week high of 175, you're 14% below. Now, you have a downgrade from UBS with a $165 price target. You have an initiated by Citigroup with $183 price target. You have Stiffel with a buy to hold 171. You're trading at 149. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 149 is where you're at today. Do not buy it today. This is in a downward just slide. The MACD is crossing down. You're on the lower end of the Bollinger Band, but their earnings are coming up January 31st. If you want to read what to expect from earnings, I'm sure you can find it in here in one of these articles. Reasons to retain waste management in your portfolio from Zacks. Motley Fool, one of the smartest dividend stocks to buy with $1,000. The dividend is 1.73. I mean, listen to the monkeys if you want. But I think this is one that you absolutely could hold for a quite a while. We'll take a look at the weekly stock. And, and when you get worried about those daily movements and things, you still don't have confirmation here on the weekly. Um, but when you're worried about this, were you worried in March of 2020 when you bought this at 91 and you're at 150 right now? Were you worried uh, when you bought it at 113 uh, at, in February 2021? Were you worried when you bought it at 140? And and it soared up here to 160, 170, up, you know, the 190 was the 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 52 week high. It's just had a run. It's pulling back. It's got this ascending wedge. It's broken down. Now, I would say the support level here 
If earnings are bad, I think you're pulling down to this 138 to 140 level. Um, and I think that would be where I would say buy it. The, the issue you're going to have to look at is that PE. 27 is super expensive for basically an industrial company. Um, go to go uh, over to the homepage and look at the other industrial companies in the um, S&P 500 and you can see it's super, super expensive. Um, Netflix, if you weren't watching me, if you don't have the alerts on on YouTube, I was on live trying to trade Netflix last night. Um, and if you listen back to the show yesterday, I said, hey, let's buy it at close. And I think the news is going to be decent and the algos are going to trade this one up to 10%. Uh, well, I was in the middle uh, of making jokes, I think with somebody. And I said, um, you know, oh God, uh, hold on, let me look at this. And I didn't get my order in at 3.15. And then all of a sudden, you can look, you can look at back. I think it's two minutes in on the, the Netflix, the live from yesterday. Um, yesterday afternoon, yesterday's morning, uh, I said this. So if you want to look back, just look at the transcript on YouTube. You can look up Netflix and listen to me. Uh, I went back and listened to it. I said, yeah, I'll buy it at the end of the day. And then when the earnings are released, the problem was the earnings were released at like four o'clock and 30 seconds. Uh, so I didn't have time to actually put in the order, but it went from 315 up to, uh, 345. Uh, 350. It is right now trading at 340. Uh, it is a $350 stock easily. I would say you're probably a $400 stock by the end of the year. You've got this gap that starts right here at about 388. That is the next gap to cover because it's covered this gap up to 349. Well, it should cover it probably today at 349. I don't think that there's any problem holding this. Here's what you have to know. There's two, three things that, that Netflix uh, is focused on. First, password crackdown. They've said people will not be happy with our password uh, interference. For every one paid customer, they have five other people that are sharing. So a 20% increase in revenue is just getting one of those five people to pay. You know, 40% increase, or I'm sorry, 50% increase in revenue, getting two of the people, two or three of the people to, to do it. So again, you have a, a great opportunity to increase their revenue there. The other increase in revenue is the ad tier. They're saying that it's going gangbusters. Now, what you have to worry about is in a recession, ads typically go down. So they launched at a time where it's probably a little bit low. It has great opportunity. The, set, the third thing that they're looking at is subgrowth. Well, what do you have? A lower priced ad tier and a password crackdown to try and get more subscribers. Boom, to triple play. I think there's a $400 stock. Do you buy it here? Not into this strength. I would not buy it into this strength. See that button hook right there? I think you've got this way above that nine day. I would not buy into this strength. I would probably wait till this comes back down to about the 310 to 320 level. I've missed this on the way up. This was a great, great, great quarter. Um, and Netflix last night, by the way, on the earnings call, they said churn will increase as we roll out paid sharing, but paid sharing will boost membership long-term. So um, we went into GNS, uh, BTG, 
um, is that one that I looked at? Oh, be, there was one um, person on the the live uh, on YouTube, and I'll get to you guys on YouTube after this. But there was one person that brought up BTG. It's great, great, great looking stock. Great chart, fantastic chart. Up at four twelve today. The algorithm had you buying in at three fifty three. Now we had two uh, purchase, two scans uh, that I don't think that you'd be upset in buying right here. Uh, the first one is a secondary cross up PXD. Uh, I don't think that you're upset buying it at 238. I think you could get it a little bit lower because it's touching that nine day, uh, but it's currently on a run. It's a secondary cross up 228 was the actual buy on January 5th. I don't think you'd be upset buying and holding this one. This one has a great dividend. Um, this is an energy company. It's oil. Oil's at 80 bucks, 10%, 10.93% dividend. One year, you're up 20%. Performance year to date, just 20 days in, you're up 4.37%. You are 13% above your, uh, below your 52-week high of 274. You are 32% uh, above your 52-week low of 178. There's your range, 178 to 274. Do I think that, that oil's going back down to 20 bucks? No. Do I think that it's going to $120? I think it's more likely to go to $100 than it is to go down to $40. So, um, but you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, PXD is one. One that I bought yesterday, SQQQ. The reason I bought it, and I timed it uh, a little bit wrong, um, but SQQQ is a triple levered ETF that is against the NASDAQ. I bought it at 48.20. Right now it's trading at 47.51. The NASDAQ uh, TQQQ is the one that's up. It's up 2.5% today. It is below 20. I say below 20, you buy it. Over 20, you sell it. Um, and I always say that, and I probably shouldn't have bought SQQQ, but I'm holding this one. It's a super small buy in my Webull account. Um, I think it's like $100, $200, somewhere in that neighborhood. So it's not an enormous buy. But I do think that those candles in SQQQ showed me that over the next couple of days, we could touch the 200-day at about $51. So I bought it at 48 thinking, okay, I can make a cool 7, 8, 9, 10%. Uh, I don't know that it's going up there. I mean, it's got some support level down here at about 43. So it could go down to 43. But at some point in time this year, it's probably going back up to 50. Um, you're not going to have a bull run of the, the NASDAQ. Uh, right now, Netflix is up 7%. Alphabet is up 4%. We need to talk about Google. Uh, we need to talk about how Google is laying off uh, 10,000 employees, how Google is holding out some people's bonuses, um, and all of this causing Google to bounce. I said get Google here under 90, and you're at $98. Uh, I still think $98 for Google over a long term, you're fine. Uh, you're buying into strength here on a four-hour candle. But you know what? If you go to a weekly candle, are you buying into strength or are you buying into weakness? Because here's the weekly candle and you got that button hook right there, that fish hook. And so you're buying into probably a long-term hold. That's not bad. The last time we saw a button hook like this was COVID in this stock. You can say this was a button hook, but it's really just a, a kind of flattening. You're seeing this candle, this week's candle is uh, it opened at 92. Uh, right now it's at 98. 
So it's a 5.68% candle on the weekly candle, and it hasn't closed yet. So does it hit 100? I think 100 is going to pose a bit of a problem for it to get over. Um, but there's your look at this week. Uh, if you have, oh, you know what? I should go over some of the, um, the, the, the actual scans that I did. TBLA, we talked about TBLA. I actually don't think I talked about this one. This one came up on a scan yesterday, Thursday. And I said, you know, this was interesting because it is a, uh, 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 ARC stock. It came up on ARC stock, but it's been on a run and it's been on a crazy, crazy run. Um, and yesterday the, it was a secondary cross up at, um, $2, and is where you got in on December 29th, but it's above that 200 day and it's moving pretty well. And when you look at a long-term chart of this one, it looks like it could move back up here to the 457, um, to this shelf right here. Uh, when you move back this lever to about March of 2022, you still have people holding on above here. So you've got a pretty good level. Um, and is this a head and shoulders kind of thing? Maybe. You could be looking at kind of, you know, flattening out here, head, shoulder, inverse head and shoulders. But TBLA, we brought up. Netflix, we obviously looked at. SQQQ, we talked about. TQQQ, we talked about. Meta was uh, one that is just on a legendary run. I mean, just a legendary run. Uh, $95 back here on November 7th. If you got in at $95, you're trading at $137 today. You got out with a 22% gate, but it got you right back in at 118. Should have seen that 118. Should, but you do have this gap down here, and I'm waiting for this gap to be at filled at 121. When that comes back down to 121, you're over the 200 day right now. The 50 day is getting ready to cross up. If that golden cross happens in the next couple of days and you've got earnings coming up uh, February 1st, oh my God, this one could take off. Uh, we talked about, uh, Google. We're going to talk about Amazon. I've talked about Amazon, um, on the YouTube live earlier. Uh, I'm a big believer in Amazon. I just think they have some problems to go through, but long-term, if we look at Amazon long-term, uh, right now it's, it's, it's probably just got its button hook here on the weekly. See that button hook. Last time we saw this button hook was at 118, shot up to 140. So, you know, you don't even see, I mean, COVID, you barely see in this stock. Um, but it went up. Today's uh, levels you were trading at back in 2019. Has Amazon done a lot better from 2019 to today? I would say yes. So, but it is super, super expensive. Make no mistake. That PE is at 86. So does it have more room to go down? Absolutely, it could go down. If you pull back this to the last time it was trading here, um, October 2019, uh, if you pull that back, the, it, there's not much uh, support here. I mean, the support is, is up above. But if you pull this back to the last time it kind of popped up, which was October 2017, you still have a bunch of people holding at this level. This is where the most people are holding. So there, there's a, also a hell of a lot of people holding up here at 156. So at some point, it's coming back up there. Um, we talked about XLE, how energy, I still think, is the play for this, uh, this, this period. Um, you got in XLE at 87.34 on January 6th. 
you still have confirmation. You're still running. I, I don't see any reason to get out of any energy stock at this point. XLP had a cross up earlier in the week. This is the consumer uh, staples. This is Walmart. This is Target. Uh, it had a cross up here at 74.61. Uh, you're at 71.63 today. Unfortunately, it got you right out right afterwards. Um, and it got you out with a slight loss. Hopefully, you got out. But uh, like I said, it was on the lower end of the Bollinger Band. I didn't see a super strong cross up. Uh, but right now, if you wanted to buy XLP, God, I think you've got an opportunity here at 71. Uh, it's not horrible, but XLP is not one of my mainstays. We talked about SPY, Procter & Gamble went over, uh, Moderna, big pump on Moderna, um, and it's down back that, down to below 190. It's at 189. Uh, this one pumped all the way up to $207 uh, on January 18th. I think that you're coming back down here to 170. This is a pump stock. Uh, we talked about JP Morgan this week. This is a stock uh, financials, I think, have had their, 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 their day in the dumpsters. Um, I think you're looking at probably these banks, JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, um, we talked about as well. Goldman Sachs was one. I said under 300, you buy it all day long. Over 300, I think you sell it at some point. Um, I think you're going to go down to 240, 342 on this one uh, and touch that 200 day. Uh, the last trade in the algorithm got you out with a 1% one percent uh, gain. But you're coming off this $304 buy right here and a 20% gain. But you've got all the way up here at 380 390 almost. Um, so uh, Freeport McNamara, FCX. Uh, we talked about this one. This one has just been uh, on a really good run. $38 on January 5th. And you're at 44. You got that kind of button hook happening, but you're not below that 21 day. The Bollinger Bands are sinking up. I think it could move higher on this one. Um, Cleveland Cliffs is always a favorite um, of mine. Anything under 20, I say buy. Anything over 20, I think you sell it. Uh, this one has been on just a legendary run. 16, 18 on December 22nd was the buy. And you're at $20.64. Their earnings are coming up on February 13th. I will keep an eye on this one. And the reason I will is because this pop right here is because they announced, hey, uh, we've cut our costs and we're increasing our prices because the demand has gone up. Boom. Business is great. So Cleveland Cliffs is a great one to actually own. Um, so there you go. Um, uh, there's the recap. Half hour episode for you. If you have any questions, hit me up. If you made it this far, make sure you hit five stars in the um, in Spotify. And if you're on, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I think the logo looks like crap on Apple Podcasts. I don't know what to do about it, but um, I think it looks bad. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the five stars and just say something. Say, "Hey, nice job, Gary," or you know what? Say, "Take your shirt off, Gary," or "Take it to take a hit of that vape, Gary." Um, be a bro. Just tell me, be a bro. <laughs> Shout on Apple Podcasts, but you do to um to review an Apple Podcast. Is you have to go into your library, and then you have to find my show in the library, and then you have to scroll down. It's a little bit hard to leave stuff in Apple Podcasts for some reason. But if you follow the show, I think I think that's good enough. Um, if you want to see me on YouTube and you want to see the charts, go onto YouTube. Uh, hit the notification button because every now and then I will go live. Um, like yeah, last night for the uh the Netflix trading. 
So if you haven't joined the private Facebook group, join it. If you haven't signed up for TrendSpider and you do a lot of trading, I don't know why you're staying away from TrendSpider. I mean, I just scratched the surface with TrendSpider. Wait until I do the overview with the instructor on TrendSpider because you guys will see. It's super, super powerful tool. And I'm saving you 25% with the code DSP25. Uh, I will determine who I'm sponsored by after this. Um, I will, uh, the, the, you know, the, the podcast on, uh, on Spotify was sponsored by State Farm. Um, I think in Mexico, it's sponsored by Melly. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, great stock. And I've got my insurance through State Farm. Um, so if you have any questions, hit me up. Take care, guys. Have a great weekend.